Well, hello there. Welcome back to Vegan Looking Good. It's another episode with me. Unfortunately, it's not going to be as exciting as episode eight because I've got no one here. It's just me. <laughs> but how are you all doing? I'm sorry I've been a bit of a long time getting back on the airwaves, but I've been shopping around a bit and having a look at new stuff. I have recently just started using Morrison's to do a bit of shopping. Now, I can't complain, really. Morrison's has been has been pretty good. But the one thing I had for Morrison's, which I was really looking forward to, was the vegan pepperoni pizza. I thought, could it be as good as the one I've had before? Could it be? I can't remember where I got the last one from. Was it Tesco's or Asda? I can't remember. It was one of those two anyway. I took the first bite and I was thinking, yeah, do you know what? This ain't bad. And now a lot of people have issue with vegan cheese. I mean, I don't. I I love it. It's absolutely amazing. Before I became vegan, I was a cheese fanatic anyway. And after the first few bites, I started getting this very distinct aftertaste. And it just tasted so artificial. I think it possibly has to be one of the worst vegan pizzas I've had, to be fair. And I think, shame on you, Morrison's, because everybody else is doing it so much better. It was vile. But the one thing I did get from Morrison's was the Minor Figures Barista Oat Milk. Oh, my God. I mean, to me... Oat milk is oat milk, you know, oatly, they're, they're all the same. But this Minor Figures one, I mean, it's, it's Morrison's own, I believe, but it's so much better than oatly. I mean, if if you want to go to Morrison's, pick yourself up a carton and try it for yourself, let me know what you think. But I personally think it is superior to oatly. And another good pickup, another good buy from Morrison's is these uh, Sage and Onion Deli Slices. You only get 10 in a pack, but it's vegan, so, you know, you don't mind so much. But they are the nicest, nicest thing you can have in a sandwich. I'll tell you that for nothing. It's lovely with a bit of lettuce, a bit of cucumber, a bit of tomato, maybe a bit of vegan mayo. Absolutely gorgeous. Get yourself down to Morrison's, try out a few of these things if you haven't already, because you really won't be disappointed. I do have something that I haven't tried yet. And it's been sitting in the freezer, waiting to be tried. Is the uh, two no beef pasties by Naughty Vegan. I'm looking forward to trying these. I sat down and I thought, oh, they'll be good. But then the other half pops in. Oh, they'd be good with mashing vegetables. I'm sure that's what she said. And I'm thinking to myself, are you crazy? What goes with pasties is chips. Chips go with pasties. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm looking forward to that so much. Pasty and chips. And some peas on the side for good measure. That will be an excellent dinner. I'm not sure what it's like yet. You know, if if any of you have tried it out there, let me know. Tell me what you think of it. Because I think it's going to be bloody lovely. So at the moment, Morrison's is turning into a firm favourite with me, apart from the bloody pizza. Because, like I said, that was absolutely disgusting. I will not, that's not one purchase I will be getting again. And I don't recommend it to anybody to try it. 
If you have tried it and you have liked it, let me know. Please do, because I'd like to call you a few names. <laughs> but no, I, I just really, really wouldn't recommend it to anyone, to be honest. So how was everybody's Easter? Did you all have a good time? Not as much of a good time you can have over Easter. But I did work the Good Friday and I had the uh, Bank Holiday Monday off. Which only meant that I had to work last Saturday. Which was a, a pain in the backside. But at least I've got a week off now. So I'm on my first official day off of my week off. So I'm so looking forward just to sitting around and procrastinating. It's the best thing in the world. It really is. Anyway, Earth Day has just gone. So what did everybody do for Earth Day? You know, there's a lot of things that the uh, that your local councils are doing which take away part of what you can do for Earth Day. Earth Day, you can do a lot of things. You know, you can make little houses for the insects outside. You can make yourself some recycling boxes, which you can't do anymore because the council have their own ones. Build yourself a compost bin. But then again, a lot of people turn around and say, well, what's the point in that when the council give you a bin to take your garden waste away? But there is a lot of things you can do. You can go out and litter pick. You know, it doesn't only have to be for Earth Day. These are things that you should be able to do any time you want. Because we've got to look after the planet. It's the only one we have. For now, anyway. Until such times as advances are made in light speed travel. Although I can't see that being the case for, for many, many years. Well, not in my lifetime, anyway. But Earth Day is something that should be taken seriously. Pollutants from things like plastics and stuff is obviously already way too high. You know, it's, it's, it's got to be brought down. How are we going to do it? We'll set up teams and we'll go litter picking around the beaches. You know, we can make our own country clean. Maybe if we set the example, maybe everybody else will follow. Who knows? But the best thing to do, and to save on the recycling and everything, is just use everything that's reusable. You know, get yourself a big jar that you can you can get your milk into. Well, I don't know where there's any shops around here where you can do that kind of thing. I don't think there is. You know, you get those, those fancy shops like down in London or the big cities. I don't know you know, where, because I've never had a chance to actually go out and explore these places. But you can go up with your own containers, fill up your own cereal, fill up your own milk, do this, do that. That's a fantastic idea. And I think more and more supermarkets should be taking this up. Have the opportunity to buy yourself a container and just keep reusing it. As long as you clean it and you're a clean person, it should last you a lifetime. But there are things you can do at home. Especially if you have a garden. If you have a garden, you've got the world open to you. You can do things like you can build yourself bird feeders. You know, you could leave your car at home, go for a walk. Have a car-free day once a week. Like I said, Earth Day doesn't only have to be for a day. It can last a lifetime. I know Earth Day isn't necessarily based around veganism because it's not it's environmentalism is that actually a word it should be if it's not but you know every vegan should be an environmentalist if they can be primary 
thing for being a vegan is the animals. That's what being vegan is. It's about saving the animals. But, as I controversially said uh, in episode 8, being vegan doesn't stop animals dying. Especially in the meat and dairy industry. Because if everybody stopped eating meat, like I said to you before, nobody would have any use for cows, so the cows would go extinct anyway. Apart from maybe seeing them in the zoo. But being vegan is being ethical. I mean, I myself, I, I keep quite a few animals. I, I love my animals, I really do. And I couldn't live with myself eating the flesh of a creature because of the animals I keep. I mean, the type of animals I keep, you wouldn't necessarily eat anyway, unless, you know, you was in the country at, at partook in that kind of that kind of thing. You know, I can't discriminate against the country for what they eat. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, when you see all these um, these Asian countries on TV and they're eating dog or they're eating cat or whatever. Everybody in the West is quick to say, oh, my God, it's an outrage, blah, 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 blah. But you get somewhere like India where the cow is sacred. They're looking at the West going, oh, my God, how can you eat a cow, blah, 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 blah. It's about time people stopped being big-headed and ignorant. But what we can do is do our best to slow the industries down and have them regulated so the cruelty is not there. Try and make it more humane. Because if you can't stop it, try to make it better. Maybe there will be a day when the whole planet goes plant-based. But I tell you what, they're going to exhaust every resource before that happens. Every resource before that happens. When the meat is no longer available, they'll swap to insects. And only when the insects are exhausted will they swap to plant base. But by the time the insects are gone, we're not going to have much of a planet to live on anymore. And that is the sad truth. It's like a big vicious circle. By the time, we've, by the time everything's exhausted, we won't have a planet left to live on. You're drilling oil out of the ocean which the, the planet relies on to keep it going, you're using carbon monoxide poisoning, poisonous gases and all the crap floating up in the air, you're destroying our atmosphere. At the same time, you're destroying the interiors. The ocean is being destroyed from pollutants and plastics and, and oils and gases. What are we doing to the planet? Planet protection is not about being vegan. Planet protection is about being human and having somewhere to live. At the end of the day, the way this planet runs, there's supposed to be a fine balance between all life on Earth. A fine balance. And human race is the virus to that fine balance because with us here, nothing else will survive. The only, thing, the only way everything else will correct itself, go back to normal, get a good equilibrium, is when the humans are gone. What do you think? How do you think you can see the future going? What's it going to take? Let me know. Anyway, you know a documentary that was uh, out and about? It's still out now on Netflix, if you've got Netflix, Cowspiracy. How many of you have actually seen it? I think, personally, 
it was great. It was such a great documentary. Um, it was a bit stomach-turning in places, but it spoke a lot of truth. What did you think of the second one? Seaspiracy. I looked at that and I thought, you know what? It, it, it basically mimics the first one, but for the oceans. And it, was, it could have been made in such a, in such a different way. <clears throat> to me, the second one seemed like a bit of a money spinner. It, it used a lot of the same uh, phrases, a lot of the same excuses and reasons. I think a lot of that could have been changed. I mean, okay, it was it was produced by the guy who actually presented the first one. Well, he presented and produced the first one. But a lot of it had the, exactly the same content. If you watch them back to back, you'll see what I mean. I mean, there's a lot of ways we can actually get messages out there. And TV's just one of them. But then again, TV is causing pollution as well with background radiation and, and crap like that. So what do we do? Do we go back to carrier pigeons? Go back to the Pony Express? I don't know. Maybe we should just shut the planet down for a year and let it recover a bit and see where we go from there. But that won't happen because there's, there's, there's too many people relying on too many things that they don't need to rely on. And in other news, what's everybody making of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial? It's a bit of a farce, isn't it? You, could, you know, it, Amber Heard's solicitors and lawyers are digging as deep as they can. What do you think? Do you think Johnny Depp's guilty? Or do you think the shoe's on the other foot? And Amber Heard is the one that's actually been causing trouble. There has been a video floating around TikTok of when she was with uh, Elon Musk. And it seems like he's sporting a black eye. Did that come from her? Or was it just, I walked into a door? I mean, personally, I've, I've watched a lot of what's going on. And looking at her face, to me, she's guilty. She's guilty as hell. And I think she's just in it for the money. That whole thing with with Johnny Depp being passed out on the sofa with ice cream dropping all over his his trousers, his pants. That's the kind of thing you do to your mate for a laugh. You know, your mate passes out, put his hand in a bucket of water. What happens? Well, we all know what happens, don't we? But, you know, you give your mate an ice cream, let him fall asleep, take a picture, go, ha, 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 wasn't that fantastic? And it's a good joke. But if you're doing it, just to be spiteful, to get yourself over on someone, to publish it, to make someone look bad. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's That kind of thing is a memory you make with your mates. It's not something you use against someone else. And then there was the other video where he was smashing up the kitchen or breaking the doors or whatever it was. At the end of that video, you can quite clearly hear her laughing or a giggle of some kind. You know? She's not as sweet and as innocent as she makes out, but I think the whole world can see that anyway. We're not stupid. Lawyers like to think we are, you know, but they look stupid anyway. What's the point in asking the same question about seven times in a row? Must need batteries changing their hearing aids. But stepping away from that bit of news, because it's, you know, it's something different, and it's different to hearing about Ukraine and Russia all the time. 
Well, I've got to the point where I'm, I'm not even listening to the news about that anymore. What will be, will be. Those poor Ukrainians, you know, they'll come on top eventually and they'll rebuild and everything will be just fine. I know it will. They're resilient people. Everything's going to be fine. But anyway, like I said, stepping away from the news, I've had this podcast running now for just over a year. Well, you know, not regular. It's only just recently I've started doing it regularly. But um, I do enjoy doing it. But, you know, I haven't had no feedback yet. But I suppose that will come eventually. So if you'd like to give me any feedback, please, please do. You know, negative or positive, I don't mind. Just don't be insulting because that's not nice. But if you want to reach out to me, you can get hold of me at my Instagram account, Vegan Licking Good. Or you can email me at veganlickinggooduk at gmail.com. You can reach out to me there. There is a link in the description um, if you feel like supporting the show and you do use Cash App. You know, I'm always grateful of any help and support I can get. Because at the end of the day, it keeps me running. And I could also get myself a little bit of new equipment. So maybe I could go around a few places, throw in a few interviews and see how it goes. But, you know, I can find this podcast now practically anywhere. So hopefully you guys will start reaching out to me because that will mean the world to me. And hopefully within the next couple of shows, I will have a co-host. So I won't be just talking to myself all the time. I do that anyway. It's the voices, you know. Drives you mad talking to yourself. <laughs> this planet drives me mad, I tell you. No, not so much the planet, it's just the people on it. But anyway, this has been Vegan Looking Good. This has been my next podcast. Thank you for listening. Please reach out to me because it will mean the world to me. I'll put links in the description of ways you can get in contact with me, um, just in case you missed it on the audio. But you guys take very good care of yourselves. Please reach out to me. Please tell me what you'd like to hear. Please let me know what you're interested in and your opinions on what you've heard tonight. Thank you very much. You all have a safe and pleasant evening. Good night, and I'll catch you again soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.